you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um, re- undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts and raise rates. No Republican is ever going to do that. So the only way to get rid of inflation is through reconciliation. The only way to get rid of inflation is through tax increases and reconciliation. Everything that he wants. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, rumble.com uh, slash Tony Katz. That's, uh, that's where you go and you, and you check out the videos and the morning rumble and everything else that we do. I got to tell you, this, this is a whole bunch of madness right here. When I heard him say it, I mean, I, I screamed. I screamed when I heard Chuck Schumer say this. And, and I said, That's, this, is, this, this is silly. This, this is ridiculous. This is uh, it's embarrassing. It really is. It really is. To hear him make this claim about taxation and inflation. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um, undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts and raise rates. No Republican is ever going to do that. So the only way to get rid of inflation is through reconciliation. So I said to myself, well, before I get ahead of myself, why don't I check the thesis? Because I thought of what someone could say and I thought of what my response would be. But what if there's a response after that? Dr. Matt Will joins us right now, economist from the University of Indianapolis. Uh, you have now heard this commentary uh, from <laughs> Chuck Schumer, the senator from New York, the Senate Majority Leader. He's so excited. Too bad the job won't last that long. The question before us, Dr. Will, is, is he right? The way to fight inflation is to raise taxes? Okay, let me just say, the quote only way is a absolute 100% complete lie. And that is false. And there's not even the most liberal economist in the world would agree with that statement. That is wrong. But there is a grain of truth in what he's saying. And let me explain. It's not that it's not that hard. We've talked before, Tony, about inflation occurs because there's more cash, but not more stuff. Well, right. the way you get more cash is the Fed by quantitative easing or by the government by deficit spending. So when the government deficit spends, they monetize the debt that causes inflation. So they print money to deficit spend. So the only correct thing he said is that if they increase taxes and, this is an important and, Tony, this is an important and, and they cut the deficit in doing so, that might reduce inflation because they're reducing the amount of cash. But Tony, it's an important thing here. If they increase taxes, there may be more less stuff in the economy. Companies will have less money. They'll produce less product. There will be less economic growth. So it's a double-edged sword. Yes, lower deficits could, could decrease inflation. But also How- a shrinking economy will increase inflation. So, so I, I got myself into the, the one-two punch as follows. The government that put more money into the economy now wants to tax the people to take the money out of the economy, but we still deal with the inflationary pressures because those rates don't come down instantaneously and the dollar becomes more valuable and has more buying power. That happens over time. So the suffering is now twofold to the American people because of the mistake of the federal government believing that they can spend their way into prosperity, and the answer is always write a, 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 another check, right? That's, that is what, what I saw from this and the other part of it is 
if government spending is the problem because that's what's putting too much cash into the system and they don't address yeah. the spending, but they now t- take more tax dollars, doesn't that lead to them engaging more spending and exacerbating the problem? Exactly, Tony, because when I read the report about Manchin and Schumer and their negotiations, all the other Democrats are weighing in saying, oh, good, we'll increase taxes and increase spending. Tony, why are they playing, playing the shell game? The solution's simple. Stop spending. <laughs> Forget about increasing taxes. Just stop spending. Stop and the junkie should st- just stop doing meth, sir. See? It's just that easy. <laughs> how many more problems could we solve today, Dr. Will? Junkies, stop doing meth. Government, stop spending. Boom. Done. Who wants lunch? Who wants tacos? Tacos? Tacos for everybody. You can't get them to stop spending. The question is, why doesn't anybody present this reality to Senator Schumer? Uh, well, you, that's that's beyond my expertise. But I can tell you, his <laughs> his the shred, the, the the small seed of truth is that if we can cut the deficit, we will decrease inflation. But that's he's doing it the wrong way. There is no way in this world that they will increase taxes and not also increase spending at the same time. Talking that's to Doctor Matt Will. Sorry, for let me just get to this. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis. I want you to expand on what you just said there. But first, let me share with you how much this theory is moving around the Democratic Party. This is Connor Lamb from Pennsylvania, a candidate now for Senate. Listen to him. And that's where we have to talk about the costs we can control and the fact that we're trying to raise taxes to shrink the deficit, which is an anti-inflationary measure. Time. They're very proud of the idea that they want to raise taxes. This isn't something that was a shot in the dark from from Senator Schumer. This clearly is a talking point that they're now going to try and move across the country as if they are the arbiters of sound fiscal policy. But I want you to get back to what it is you were saying, sir. Yeah, the, the, the quote that you just played is correct. It says if we increase taxes and shrink the deficit, we could decrease inflation. That's possible, Tony, but it's only possible because as soon as you increase taxes, you shrink the economy. So the deficit may shrink, but the economy will shrink also, which causes inflation. The only way to guarantee the inflation cut is to cut spending. Cut the spending and you will decrease inflation. It's that simple. So we know that that's not going to happen, but we also have heard, and I'll be digging into this in the next hour, Uh, That Joe Biden is considering very aggressively putting an end to student loans, uh, to to forgiving a tremendous number of student loans into the billions uh, of dollars. You work, of course, at the University of Indianapolis. Uh, Undoubtedly, there would be students overjoyed to learn that they no longer have a loan and they no longer have to live up to the responsibility of the decisions uh, that they've made. But as an economist, you take a look at these billions of dollars these loans don't get forgiven. They get paid by the federal government. That ha- The money comes from somewhere, which means the money came from the taxpayers who made, may have made decisions, for example, not to go to college. How, what does that do to an inflationary market? It causes its spending again, Tony, to, to alleviate the debt of the students, which, by the way, I polled my students last night. They love the idea. <laughs> I am shocked, sir. I am stunned. I didn't know there was dancing in this establishment. Gambling in this establishment? I said dancing. I meant gambling. Good Lord. But so, of course, they're happy with it. But exactly. Right. Tony, it's spending. When you relieve the debt, when you forgive the debt of the students, that is more government spending. That causes inflation. But, Tony, there was a, there was a, a secret word in Schumer's quote. 
He said, we'll solve this through reconciliation. Reconciliation means it goes to a conference committee. And the conference committee, we all know what's going to come out of a conference committee, more spending. Yes, he'll get his tax increase, but there's going to be more spending. There will be forgiveness of student loans. There will be more social welfare programs. There will be a minimum income. This will end in spending, Tony. It is not going to end in less deficits and smaller government. People commenting that inflation has not touched Pelosi's Jenny's ice cream. It's still only $12 a pint. And that argument is one that even Fed members have made that it's like this, this all of a sudden this mass realization that inflation affects the poor people who have the money, they still have enough dollars in, in, in the cushion to be able to either handle the luxuries or live without those luxuries, but well handle the necessities. But if you are somebody who can't handle the luxuries and fight to handle the necessities, the inflation is absolutely destructive. So it, it, it would go to reason that nobody is going to appreciate a tax increase because it would happen on more than just the rich because all these things, they, they trickle down everywhere. They will continue to trickle down. And it was Joe Biden who said the other day that he's not a fan of trickle-down economics. It, it never trickled down on his head. Uh, trickle-down economics work for you, sir? You know what? I don't like the phrase trickle-down economics. Um, I, I just don't like that phrase because it's kind of a catch-all phrase um, that deals with the supply side of things. And supply-side economics is valid. It, it is legitimate. But the trickle-down, I don't know that I like that phrase. So I'll, I'll take a pass on that one, uh, Counselor. Well, look, you're not you're not on, on trial right here talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of, of, of Indianapolis. Um, but we see that the spending has no end, right? The spending has no no limit to it. I watch the markets like like you do, and, and certainly I, I watch more maybe local markets, things that happen in my beloved Indianapolis and surrounding areas, uh, some of the places where, where we're heard in, in Atlanta and in Tulsa, uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, um, about what's going on. Um, but it, we, we certainly have seen the, the, the stock market, not necessarily indicative of, of uh, Main Street, right? Midwest Main Street and Wall Street are two very different things. We've seen the markets take hit after hit after hit. Um, do these hits have a cumulative effect? Is there a moment that you see where the market's going down, worried about the inflationary pressure, worried about uh, recession? We heard from this, the uh, head of Bank of America uh, talking uh, with Maria Bartiromo, here it is right here, saying that he does not see recession in 2022. Fairly optimistic in that we believe growth in the next couple of years as a company and, and everything we see supports that. So do you think we'll see a recession this year or not? I don't think so. Not this. I mean, you only've got, it's got to be two, two quarters and you're almost through two and it hasn't happened yeah, yet. So let's just, so the point. idea is it'll be out there. But, you know, this was. The idea is it'll be out there. Is the market getting yeah. ready for a recession and should America be preparing? Uh, the market's already prepared for the recession. You've seen the market decline. I mean, we have a significant decrease this year, percentage-wise. It's already factored in inflation, and it's already factored in a possible recession. But let me mention possible recession. It's you know the odds are much better. I've predicted that we're going to have a recession now for the last probably few months we've been speaking, and it's not going to be this year because he's right. There's not enough quarters. It's going to be postponed till after the election because of what the government is doing in regards to increasing rates at a slow enough rate so that the harmful effect occurs later. And when it happens, Tony, it's going to be worse. If we did it now and we took our medicine, we'd be through it quickly. The more we put it off, the more painful it'll be. It will occur. My guesstimate, the market is estimated about a 50 percent. 
right now. It was 30. I think they're about 50% chance of recession. Tony, when that hits closer to 100, you're going to see the market drop more. Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. We've got more coming up. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.